Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. You believe in miracles? Yes! I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Let's get ready to I'm Sonny Lipton, I'm Jack Gypsy, there's no one like me, I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Down goes Fraser, down goes Fraser. California, the big game over Stafford. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. (laughs) Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. Ah, top of the morning. Those of you already on Facebook Live, the millions, obviously, listening around the world, live from L.A., I am Alistair Conrath. This is Tough Love, and that's what I am going to give you, especially this morning. Uh, Hopefully, everybody is having a good Sunday thus far, Uh, a very happy holidays to you and yours, Uh, whatever you might be doing. I wish I could be with my family uh, back in Minneapolis, but that uh, is not going to happen this year. Next half hour, so much to get to. Um, Obviously, there were some really good games yesterday. um, That Ravens defense, by the way, they came into the game. Don't get me wrong. They were third in the league, right? Or first in the league, third against the run, third against the pass. They have done their business all year. But I even thought going to San Diego, playing the Chargers, who are on fire as of late, Phillip Rivers, who is an MVP candidate, And the Ravens beat their ass, just shut them down. That was surprising. That was surprising. I feel bad for Antonio Gates. That fumble um, could have been a lot different because that happened at about, I think, the the 15 or so. Chargers were going in. They were down six at the time. The fumble happens. They they return it for the score. So who knows what could have happened. That Gates fumble obviously was a big game changer. I feel bad for Antonio Gates. He's obviously a good dude, Hall of Famer. the earlier game, you know, once again, I know AP has had a tough run of late uh, because that offensive line is absolutely in shambles. But again, again, I will say I told you so. Adrian Peterson still has it, people. He still has it. Is he 07, 08, 09? No. You give him some move, some room, he's going to take care of this. Uh, big games today. You know, I'll be honest. Obviously, a lot of people from back home, you know, watch this, listen to it. Um, I don't have much to say on the Vikings and the Lions. All right? I really don't. I will say this. If the Vikings don't win at Detroit, who is playing with a, a Matthew Stafford who is questionable, possibly, is hurt, down to their third receiver, starting Zach fucking Zenner at running back, if the Vikings don't win, don't even think about Super Bowl, we might not make the playoffs if they do not beat Detroit. So, 
Obviously, the Vikings lost at home earlier in the season to Buffalo. I bring it up every week because I still can't believe that happened. But this is the same thing. If they lose at Detroit today, that's inexcusable. Zimmer should be fired. I mean, there's a lot of things that should happen if they lose this game today. Uh, so, but obviously, you got the Steelers and Saints in the, in, a, in the afternoon game, which, you know, I don't know if it's going to be as good a game as everybody thinks it's going to be. Saints are practically unbeatable at home, and the Steelers are very, very bad on the road. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, if it was Saints at Steelers, it would be a hell of a game. Saints went to Baltimore earlier this year and won on that Tucker miss extra point. Um, so, I mean, that would be a better game. I, I swear to God, I think, I don't know what the spread is on that game, but take the Saints and the points. I have a feeling it could get ugly. I, I don't know. I, I'm always wrong when I bet. <laughs> so maybe you should go exactly what I, against what I say. Um, the night game. Huge. I can't wait for that game. Obviously, uh, Kansas City at Seattle. Kansas City's run defense is going to get tested. It's going to be fun to see. Kansas City in Seattle, tough place to play, can do what they do passing the football. If they can stop Seattle's run, I have a feeling if Seattle's successful running the ball, the time of possession battle, somewhere 35-25, if not worse. Like Giants, Bills, Super Bowl, forty twenty style. Um, so you know, and, and last but not least, Houston, Philly. Um, as a Vikings fan, thank you to Tennessee yesterday for beating Washington, um, and hopefully, Houston, winners of ten out of their last eleven, can go into Philly and beat a resurrected Philly team. I'm. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Philly's going to win. They've got this goddamn Nick Foles magic again. And I, I hope it's short-lived. I truly hope it's short-lived uh, because I don't want to have to deal with all this Nick Foles bullshit again. I just don't. Plus, I hate Philadelphia and their people. They're terrible fans, terrible people, and terrible town. Um, I've been there. I've been to a game there. We almost got in a fight. Uh, so I know firsthand. Uh, but first thing I want to get to, I'll get to other stuff afterwards, but this is called Tough Love for a reason. Last year, October, a year ago, October, the late now who's dead, Bob McNair, owner uh, of the Houston Texans last year, if you remember, came out and said, you know, because of the kneeling that was going on, we don't want the inmates running the prison. Well, it's a, a saying that generally ends with asylum. He threw in prison. The black community freaked out. They called him racist. I said, it wasn't racist. It's about the money and the bottom line. I had many black friends disown me because apparently if you're not with them, you're against them. That's what I'm finding out, unfortunately, the hard way because I'm losing actual people who I live, you know, like and love, friends of mine who think I'm a racist, you know, keep in mind, Bob McNair was an old white billionaire Republican from Texas. How shocking is it that he was racist? Like, just think about this shit. Duh. Yeah, of course he's racist. Like for the five things I just mentioned, of course. How is this a surprise 
Well, he shouldn't be. Yeah, and the kids in Africa shouldn't die of starvation. Shit just happens. You know, like, deal with it. Fucking who? And so that was about money. Kneeling and the public perception was hurting billionaires' bottom line. And he said, we can't let this happen. It's not difficult to decipher. He's a billionaire. You don't want to, to mess with billionaires' money. That's what that was about. So, yesterday or day before, whatever it was, James comes out during a, a show of his that I've never watched, but I have verbatim what he said. Uh, and I'm going to walk us through it because I have over 200 responses last night to a post that I put on Facebook in a group, sports group that I'm a part of, and basically saying LeBron's an idiot because this is what he said. Quote, in the NFL, they got a bunch of old white men owning teams. Let's just stop there real quick because think about this for one second. Tom Brady, I kind of put on a parallel to LeBron James. You know, both are worldwide known. They're arguably the greatest ever at their sport. And so I sit here and I look at this and I'm like, imagine the outrage. Black people would pass out. Their head would explode. The black community, if Tom Brady said about whatever, the rap uh, uh, business, you know, they got a bunch of old black dudes owning things. If Tom Brady said that, could you fucking imagine what would happen? Social media would, the internet would crash from that. So just from that sentence alone, LeBron being able to actually say that without people just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, (laughs) whatever. When you turn the situation around, it's shocking how fucked up this is. That's just his first, not even full sense. There's a comma there. In the NFL, they got a bunch of old white men owning teams. And they got that slave mentality. He's saying the owners of the NFL have a slave mentality. First off, using the word slave from a black man in this country only raises social and racial tensions, 100%. This is coming from LeBron, who the black community loves. We all love. But for him to use that word, slave mentality, by rich old white dudes, how do you think that looks? And some of the people on this post last night said, well, you you didn't call the players slaves. Indirectly, he just did. He just did. He said NFL owners have a slave mentality, so therefore the NFL players are their slaves. So don't twist things. This is what he said, and it's bad. It, it's not good. It's the same thing like what if a white dude said this. And he says, it's like, this is my team. You do what the fuck I tell you, or we get rid of y'all. What business isn't like that? I don't understand what business. So you're saying people at Apple 
can just go in and be like, no, 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 Steve Jobs died. This is how it's going to be, Steve. We're doing it my way. Just, to, you know, he'd be like, get out, get out of my office. Beat it. Obviously, we're doing all right here. You know? The players, and he continues, this is where it's shocking to me because the disconnect of his just inability to, like, have any semblance of common sense is shocking. He says, the players who are the ones who make the ship go. We make it go. Every Sunday without Gurley and without Odell Beckham, whose players, those guys, there is no football. The same in the NBA. He's right. 100%. He is absolutely right. But guess who doesn't hurt from that? The owners. Why? Because they're billionaires. Yes. And granted, the they will lose the cash cow that the, the NFL and NBA are, and they will lose that cash flow. Absolutely. But guess what? They're already f***ing billionaires. So what? You know who's going to hurt? The players. What is Todd Gurley going to do? What's Odell Beckham going to go and do if they can't make millions of dollars off football? If there's not football, what are they going to go and do? The Owners are going to be fine. So, yeah, LeBron, you're right. They can't survive without us. No, no, no. They will survive. You won't survive. If LeBron wasn't fucking handheld from the time he was 10, like the chosen one, off basketball, if our society wasn't so stupid to have something so a game be so popular that we're so stupid that we pay billions of dollars to have these idiots play basketball, what would he do? What would LeBron have done? Like, why aren't... Why don't people talk about this? Why am I the racist for being called racist for talking about it like this? It's so simple. Like, it's just, it doesn't take a lot of thought. I'm, you know, it's just like, it makes zero sense. You obviously are so disconnected. And you want to talk about slave mentality real quick, LeBron? You have no issue having the kids to build your little fucking Nike shoes for 30 cents a day. You don't seem to have an issue with being greedy as fuck about that, right? It's only, oh, these billionaire white slave owner mentality owners of the NFL. It's not the, it's not the slave driving people who are, are in charge of the kids making your shoes. This is the type of shit that doesn't get talked about. This is the type of shit that people just are like, oh, well, you know, whatever. You know, I'm going to go and buy them Jordans. I'm going to go shoot somebody. That's how stupid you people are. You're going to go and like kill people over a pair of fucking shoes that Kids die making. Yet he, you guys, all you lemmings sit there and fucking like praise this guy for calling other people slave owner mentality. And by the way, the NBA isn't, what, they've got one, one black owner out of 30. Granted, it's one more than the NFL, but one. And who is that? It's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. You know, like, the NFL is like Russia, okay? Roger Goodell is just like Putin. 
Everybody knows it's black and white. It's his fucking way or it's no way. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. The U.S. and the NBA are a lot alike. You get to do what you want. You get to feel how you want. You get to fucking like it. You, they let you think you have a say. But at the end of the day, you really give up. The NBA gives a shit what they say. You think the U.S. gives a shit about what we say? No. You know who does? The people with the money make the rules. That's what it is. That's how it's always been. That's how it's always been. This is all so far off. It's, that is why I had to talk about it, because it's just it's so bullshit. It's just so bullshit, but you throw it out on something like ESPN and everybody, because in this country, the racial divide is so palpable right now that they latch on to it. Like, yeah, it's fucking white, dude. But guess what? If you were to be like, what about these? What about the slave owners you know, who are in charge of the kids making the shoes you're fucking wearing? Those new LeBrons that you're wearing. How about the slave mentality of the owners? Of these kids making your shoe. How, what about them? They'd be like, oh, uh, what the fuck are you going to say about that? I mean, I'm just so tired. God damn. I'm so tired of stupid people. I, dude, I was called a sheep yesterday. Uh, I, was, I was called a sheep. I'm like, no, you're all lemmings. You just go along with this stupid shit. And don't question anything. You know, it's just like... Politics, just like Republicans and Democrats. You know, like uh, uh, Trump could eat a baby, you know, and the Republicans would be like, oh, well, whatever, you know, whatever. Or a Democrat could like, you know, be, have adult, you know, 75 mistresses. And, you know, the Democrats would be like, oh, well, he probably shouldn't have done that, but, you know, got to stick to my party. Got to stick to my political party. It's the same thing with black and white right now. That's it. Nobody except me. We'll look across the line and just talk the truth. Talk fucking truth. That's it. I mean, it's just, it's so frustrating. I'm, a, I'm the racist. No, I'm a realist. That's all it is. That's all I have ever been is a realist, and I call it exactly how it should be called and what people should be talking about. Hey, LeBron, slave mentality, that's interesting. What about, why hasn't nobody asked that? What about the peak of the kids making your shoes for 30 cents a day? That you're so fucking greedy. But, you know, what about the people in charge of them? What, how do you, how, what do you think about that? Nobody's going to ask him that. No one. No, because heaven forbid you're like, oh, now you're getting racist. Don't question him about anything. You know, like, no, you're just racist. You don't agree with him? You're racist. You don't agree with, Bob, you know, the racist calls against Bob McNair last year about inmates running the prison? You're racist. You're not with us. You're against us. And that is the problem of society in general. Republicans, Democrats, blacks, whites, that's what's going on. Oh, you don't agree? You're racist. You're racist. Unbelievable. It's unreal. Those of you on Facebook, you should go. I should just post. I should. <laughs> Ryan just said on Facebook, I, think, I heard they're up to 35 cents a day. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I throw this shit out and it's it, it's amazing. The common sense. Nobody, nobody even wants to hear common sense. 
It's it truly they're 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 blind to common sense. They'd much rather stick to their like you know their side. Yes, Ladarius, and I just said that. I know you just joined. Bobbing there was a racist, but I just laid out the five reasons why earlier. White billionaire Republican from Texas. How is that a surprise? How is anybody surprised? How's the black community be like, that guy's a racist? Like, yeah, no shit. No shit. So what? There's a lot of racist people out there. And you know what? When it comes to black people, they can't be racist because by definition, that's keeping another race down. But guess what? There's millions of bigoted black people who hate my buddy's calling in. I don't even know if I want to talk to Bob about this right now. <laughs> Bob's going to say, all he's going to do is yell at me. I know he's going to yell at me. Hold on. Good morning, Bob. Hi. Uh, sounds Hi. like an interesting show so far this morning. I'm just, uh, I'm just mad, bud. I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of it. You know, I just, nobody, again, like, you know what I, you know, like you said, what I'm going to say is take a step back, take a deep breath and (laughs) get your point across. And then let's talk about some sports. I have an actual real question related to the NFL that might have something sort of on this topic and sort of not, but how we had discussed the amount of drug tests that Eric Reed has gotten in the last three and a half months. Um, Ridiculous. And I want to hear, I want to hear your opinion about that. You know, well, and thank you. You have great timing because I, I, I should just stop talking about what I was. But the thing is, you know, I wish this is a perfect example of how powerful the NFL is in the sense that they can be so obvious in their in just their treatment of somebody who they don't like, and and be obvious and and nobody. We can complain about it. We can talk about it, but they don't care. You know, I mean, we continue to watch. That is the biggest thing. We, it's not the players, like LeBron said. We are the people that make the machine. If we truly had a problem with this type of stuff, we would stop watching. We would, that is how you, you did debilitate a, a business you don't buy their stuff you don't watch their stuff but because the nfl is worth 14 billion dollars grown by the way two billion in the last three years they don't give a shit it's like i said earlier the nfl is russia goodell is putin and you know you can sit there and talk shit you know, the only difference is in Russia, you'll be killed, you know, in, in the, you know, here, it's just like, yeah, well, Goodell, he doesn't care. It's like well, Trump. Go ahead. When you have a second, give the background on the Eric Reed story. So for those out there who are listening that don't know it, but my question to you about that is, okay, as a fan of the NFL, are we, are we like the problem because, we just look at things like this Eric Reed scenario or how the NFL couldn't even find the Kareem Hunt video until it came out on TMZ. Are we just that stupid that we just keep letting this huge organization just kind of 
sweep things under the rug and we just kind of sit there and go, we love the sport so much that we just don't care about how like how much they shit on their fans, basically. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. You know, and I will say this, <laughs> and we talk about this all the time, but the rule changes in football. The, 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 the almost flag, you know, it's not every play, but, you know, sometimes it seems like it's every play. They need the only thing that they need to be concerned with is the game itself, changing it too much to where they the fan base because of the rules that they've implied or the changes that they've done. The Kareem Hunt stuff, the Ray Rice stuff. I mean, Leonard Little killed a guy while driving drunk and spent 21 days in jail, and then a few months after that got another DWI, and the, and the Rams gave him a contract extension. Like, this is, I shouldn't laugh, it's terrible. But we are the problem. Absolutely. We are so stupid as a society. The Kardashians, and I use this example all the time, but the Kardashians are fucking terrible people. Like, it's a, it's a train wreck watching it on tv you know i've never seen it but i just know what it is and yet people still watch they they talk shit about it it's like the whole howard stern thing you know like well this many people listen to him who like him you know and the guy's like well i mean you know what about the people who hate him they're like yeah well twice as many people who hate him listen to him it's it's this fascination with a shit show and a train wreck with the NFL. They're again, they're lucky that they have people like us who unfortunately, and again, we're not, we're the problem. We look past these type of things. And because the product is the product and we were born and raised on it. We've watched it for, you know, 40 years and we love it. You know? So when this type of stuff happens, it's just like, and I'll be honest with you, the hypocrisy of our country, you know, is a little short-sighted, too. You know, because we'll sit there and, you know, condemn, like, adultery and all this type of stuff, and then we'll celebrate it on a show, you know, two days later, or and so forth. So, and, you know, like, condemn violence, yet let our kids play Red, De- Red Dead Redemption or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's all convoluted, but... It's it's just you know it's frustrating. Yeah, it's just frustrating. So, anyway, by the way, Eric Reed. Just for the backstory of those who don't know, Eric Reed was a player, uh, you know, who knelt who knelt during the anthem, and you know, ended up getting released by the Niners, and you know, was kind of blackballed. And then got signed again. Um, and now he's been drug tested like seven times in three months, which apparently is like winning the lottery 45 times. <laughs> you know, and it just shows the NFL, it, it doesn't care. It doesn't care if it's completely obvi- obvious, obvious about mis of certain players. They don't care. It's like Putin in Russia. It's just like, yeah, what? What? What are you going to do? And we don't do anything. That's the problem. We don't do anything. We just keep watching. You know, we're like, yeah, well, whatever. You know, because I, I love football. And I'm speaking for myself. 
some people have been put off by all of what has happened. But I just, my dad coached. My uncle was a high school championship coach at White Bear Lake back in Minnesota. I was just born and raised with a football in my hand. It's, it's just like part of my bloodstream. I love it. And so I also, though, just I'm, it's not desensitized. I just, life is life. Shit happens. It, you know, I mean, people beat their girlfriends all the time. It's not right. Sometimes it's a professional athlete, though. It's just a large numbers. Eventually, it's going to happen. Plus, you have a bunch of people, you know, who grew up in shady situations. I mean, it's just they, they might have – that's all they might have seen. And it's just it's, – ah, it's just tough. It's just tough. Bobby, thank you so much for diverging my attention from what I was on. But then again, you know, I mean, bringing this up is a good point, too. We do have football. We do have football today. There's 60 seconds left. Bob, are you still? Okay, Bob's gone. I wanted to I wanted to just get his quick take in the sense of the Vikings and the Lions. Um, again, I will give you the greatest betting advice ever. I think the Saints are going to roll the Steelers today. I truly do. And, I, you know, I've, I'm always wrong in betting. So, if anything. And the reason I say it is Saints are great at home. stuck on the road. So, but that is my one, one like lock of the day. Everybody thinks it's going to be a great game, which it should be. But the Saints are going to roll the Steelers today. Roll them. Uh, and as far as tonight goes, I think the Seahawks beat the Chiefs. If the Vikings don't beat the Lions, fuck them. This is Tough Love. I'm Alistair. Drive fast. Take chances. I love you guys. Have a great Sunday fun day. I'm out.